You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy. Esther, what are you doing? Learning how to play ukulele. We're recording. We're recording? Hi, and welcome to the Dark and Twisty Podcast. Where we give you advice from two people who need advice themselves. I'm Esther. And I'm Nikki. Let's get right into this. Ready, steady. Ready, steady. Steady, Wait, we say it together. Spaghetti. We gotta say it together. Oh, Ready? Sorry. Ready, steady. Steady, spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> Me and Esther literally start off every episode saying ready, steady, spaghetti. And then I cut it out because like that's weird. But we always, oh, I don't think we've started an episode. It's just been our trademark <laughs> since the beginning. Like there's nothing to do about I it. Know. So we might need to keep it in from now on. Every episode, ready, steady, spaghetti. <laughs> okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another week of your favorite podcast. The Dark Twisty Pond. <laughs> um, so we didn't make it to Hawaii yet, but we're working on it. We're working on it. We're getting there. We're in, in contract um, with a bunch of different apartments. No, I'm joking. Yeah, right. Esther, how are you feeling? Thank God I'm doing much better. My leg is feeling much better. Obviously, it's still hurting, and I'm learning how to walk again. So that's, I'm mobile. I am mobile. I'm so She's happy. She's like a little baby learning how to walk. Yeah, so I sh- like I now that I'm doing things normally again. Today was the first day that I got my laundry together. I haven't had clean laundry since I got injured, um, <laughs> so it's been crazy. But thank God, feeling good. I have been more swamped with work than ever. Um, I think it's just because I'm taking summer classes that like, and they're only a month long. So I guess it's like the last ten days are kind of like finals. So I've just had so much work. Also, guys, this week, Carl finally got a haircut, so I'm pretty sure I mentioned this in, like, the third or fourth episode. If you have a dog and you live in New York City or even around New York City, like, New Jersey, anywhere, you need to go to the New York Dog Spawn Hotel and ask for Bradley. I'm obsessed with him. I literally followed him from an old groomer to the the grooming place that he's at now. We're gonna post a picture of Carl's haircut, like, his before and after. Carl was a mess when when I brought him, and... Bradley is like magical and Carl is a pain in the behind with grooming. I know because we tried to give him a quarantine haircut, so I can't even imagine. My point is, if you live in the New York area, you need to go to the New York Dog Spawn Hotel, ask for Bradley, you will not be disappointed. And we're going to post a picture of Carl's hair on the Instagram. Our lives are boring and I keep looking back. I know a lot of people do this. I look back at the year 2016. 2016 was actually the best year of my life. Okay. 2016 was a great year. I always look at pictures from 2016. Right? Why was 2016 exactly. so good? I look at 2016. That's when I got out of my bad relationship. I that was started that was when friends. we were in 12th grade. Yes, I started making friends that year. I had prom that year. Then I was like summer vacation. I met my new boyfriend. Like things were so great in 2016. And I always look back at it and like I'm. Always I just like, want to put it out there. 2016 was the year that me and you got super close again. Yes, exactly. So look so, at all these great things that happened in 2016. And since then, keeps, your life has just been amazing. Why? What's the one thing you added in 2016? Well, actually, I would say that my life has gone downhill. Me. Um, not since <laughs> then, but I would say after the year of 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm manipulating you into having a terrible life so that you'll love me forever. So that I'll be attached to you and addicted to you? That's yes. A strategy. I should try that with Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> But I've been trying to make my life more fun. And what I mean by that is, like, I yes, I have a lot of schoolwork, but I also want to be, like, doing things just because I'm, like, in quarantine. Like, I still want, 
Like, I don't do anything. When I'm, I'm home all day, I find, like, filler things to do, but I'm never actually doing things. So me and Isaac have been... The other day we painted. I posted a TikTok. I'll post it on our Instagram also. We painted... And then, um, like, we're going to go on a hike this week. And, like, I'm trying to make more of an effort to, like, actually just get up and do things. You know, like, go on a hike. Go explore places in New Jersey that I haven't seen before. Because in our last week's episode, if you guys didn't listen to it, I was literally telling, I was giving some advice, telling someone, you know, oh, your, your plans, your trips got canceled. Go out and explore the area that you're from. But I'm such a hypocrite because my plans got canceled and I'm not doing that. I'm just sitting at home doing nothing. So you know what? I got to just start picking up. I got to start doing things. I got to start having picnics. I have to start going on hikes. I have to start painting. I just start doing fun activities. So that's what I'm working on right now. It's actually so funny that you mentioned that because this week, because I started slowly walking again and needing less support for my crutches, I made a decision to also go out and see little local things nearby that we that me and my cousin could enjoy. So on Sunday, we went to a really cute little park, like on the canal. So it's it was just, we found a little spot right by the water. It was so cute. I'll post a picture of the scenery there. It was gorgeous. We also ordered a paint by number, like one of those adult paint by numbers that are 40 by 20, um, I think inches, I hope inches. <laughs> and it comes with paint and paintbrushes. All right, Esther, are you ready to get into the questions this week? I have two questions. So first of all, how do you guys deal with insecurities? I know that from an objective perspective, I'm pretty, but I always zero in on specific things I don't like about my body. Like my boobs are pretty average, but sometimes I just feel like they're so small. And even though the rest of my body is nice, I am so insecure and always wish they were bigger. I also zero in on my lips or ears and I'll get insecure about them. I work out a lot to have a good body, but there's some things about my body that I just can't change. Second question is about your glute workouts. I've been working on my butt for over a year now and haven't seen results. Have you been seeing results with your workout? And if so, which ones do you do? Sometimes I feel like I'm the person who wrote in these questions. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not joking. Like, so it's actually funny that we get this question now because basically on Sunday, I was sitting in my, by my pool and I was trying to take a bunch of pictures in a bikini and I kept like trying to take a bunch of pictures, a bunch of pictures. And I have some really great pictures and like, I really want to be like an Insta baddie and just like post them. But then part of me is like, well, then I start seeing girls that I know and I'm like, well, look at her. My body doesn't look like that. And I work my butt off. Like I exercise every day for an hour a day. Like, and then I see these girls and I'm like, oh my God, I don't look like that, so why should I post this picture where I was feeling confident in a bikini because I don't even look close to how they look. So it's funny that we get this question now when I'm literally like dealing with this battle inside my head as we speak, but I decided like, you know what, I'm going to post it regardless of how I feel because this needs to be my way to push Do you want to post it on Dark and Twisty? <laughs> I have a picture actually, and I was actually going to post this with the picture to like lighten the blow, but I was trying to take pictures of myself in a bikini because my sister wouldn't do it for me. And then um, my foot got stuck in a ditch and I fell over and I got a live action shot of me falling into a ditch. So I was going to post that with the picture to like soften the blow of me, like obviously throwing up like a, what are those called? A thirst trap, you know? The first thing that everybody needs to know is that you can't change the body that you were given, right? You were born into this body and this is who you are. You can't change what you're given. You could change how you see yourself. You could change how you work on your body and what you put into your body. Now, the things that you're putting into yourself, and this goes with mind and body, anything that you put into you and into your life is something that is gonna be on your mind and in your body. So when you're eating food, understand that when you're eating this food, it's going to be in your body. And let's say... 
just to keep it from mind and body, if you're thinking about something a lot, a lot of times those things will start coming your way. For example, Nikki with Hawaii, she suddenly started getting all these TikToks on Hawaii by chance and then you start liking them and more come your way. You understand? Knowing that you can't change the body you were given is almost the power that you need in order to know that there's only so many things that you could change about your body. You can't change the way you look. I mean, you could technically with surgery and stuff like that, but so unnecessary. Like it's so much easier to just learn how to love your body. You know what I'm saying? And Dude, learn Esther wants to love yourself. $3.99 to see how we would look with lip fillers on the app store. That's true. And <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie, Nikki used her mom's credit card, so she didn't even want to pay <laughs> so for we it really herself. Didn't waste any money. But she sponsored us both fake lip injections. I wonder if we have Thanks, pictures mom. of that. Do we have pictures? Yeah, if we do, we should post it. Yeah, <laughs> we should post sure. pictures of our lip injections. If not, we have to get another app and do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. we'll pay. Now my mom won't pay $3.99 for me, sweetheart, so I don't know what you plan on doing. We'll get someone else to sponsor. Please let us know, guys, if you'd like to sponsor our lip injection pics. Technically, there's a way to change everything about yourself, but the idea is to get yourself to a point of loving yourself so that you don't want to change anything. I think that when it comes to insecurities, everybody has them, and it's not something you're ever going to escape because no matter how much you're going to be okay with certain parts of your body, there's always going to be something that you're going to be harsh on yourself. We are we the are harshest on ourselves. We're our biggest critics, exactly. So if that's not bothering you anymore, something else will, which is not going to say like, oh, it's never going to be a battle that you're going to overcome. It's... It's always about telling yourself to love yourself and to love your body and to love everything about you because that is what makes you you. Yeah, so I think also another another great way that I've personally dealt with this, and I've talked about this a little bit in the past about like unfollowing influencers, but also to follow body positive influencers. So whether it's a page that just posts body positive things, um, I also know like individual people, let's say there's this girl, Christina Philippa, she's, I think she's Australian and she like always posted body positive stuff. And then she had a baby and she posts like all she's these Australian, amazing- mate. Is she? Yeah, you love Australia, right? <laughs> she, she, and we actually have a bunch of viewers, listeners from Australia. So maybe they know her. <laughs> I don't know how Australia works. I think she's actually from New Zealand, but anyways. Do you guys know her? <laughs> Australia. Do you know Christina Philippa? <laughs> but she and since she had a baby she still posts like all this body positive stuff to like show girls she's like 20 years old like what their bodies look like after a baby that not everybody looks the same not everybody looks amazing after having a baby like you see on the internet and it's just so nice to like face real things to see what real people look like it's so our minds are so clouded by what we see in the media and I do think media is getting better with including all body types but you need to think of yourself as an individual person. Like everybody's body type is what makes them them. And there's no like beautiful body type or ideal body type. If you have an ideal body in your head where you're like, oh, I want this because this is what's viewed as pretty or this is what's viewed as in, this is what's viewed as whatever it is that you're looking for. First of all, it's always going to change. You can look at all these different YouTube videos online that will show you how beauty has changed over the years. Born into the body that you are born into. Like your body is how your body should be. That's not to say that you shouldn't be exercising and eating healthy to take care of your body. But there, I don't think that you should push yourself to have a body that you don't have. You should celebrate the body that you were born in, the body that you were given. And I think that traditional beauty standards are changing. And I think it's all about the confidence that you give off. You know that this is you and like this is what makes you unique and you embrace it as opposed to feeling bad about it. You take that and you make it 
a positive part of you. Other people will view that as like, you know, I mean, this is really judgmental coming from a judgmental person, not me being judgmental, but like <laughs> coming from someone who would, let's say, be a judgmental person looking at someone else would be like, oh, wow, look at that. And yet she's so X, Y, Z. Do you understand? But obviously people are not that cruel. And we're getting, again, as Nikki said before, we're getting into an age and a stage in the society that everybody appreciates the uniqueness of each other. We appreciate color, sexuality, um, religion. Marks, like blemishes. Like these are things that we exactly. celebrate. And we should celebrate. Everybody battles with insecurities in different ways. So you're not alone in this, first of all. Every single person in this world has insecurities. Sometimes it's emotional insecurities. Sometimes it's in intellectual insecurities and sometimes it's physical insecurities and I think that everybody somewhat has a little bit of each and the idea is that we should just keep reminding ourselves and trying to train ourselves that you are beautiful this is what makes you unique this is what makes you who you are society is changing but even though if you're looking at society society is promoting a specific thing for let's say a specific intelligence or a specific way of living your life. Okay, I have a good example. So my friend is dealing with a breakup right now and she wasn't sad at the beginning. And she was like, what's wrong with me? I'm not sad, something's wrong, something's not right. Maybe it's not hitting me yet. She was doing all the right things to get over this breakup. She was being productive. She was filling her time with good things, healthy things, as well as journaling, talking to her therapist. She was incredible. But she kept saying, I just, I'm not feeling sad. And I was explaining to her that every time she would pass a place or mention something about him, she would always say, oh, I miss him, I'm so sad, I wish I could just text him and tell him that I passed this place. And I kept saying like, this is your sadness. Just because society says that there's a specific way of breaking up with someone, that you have to cry and be miserable and be lonely and get over him and have a rebound, all that that society's saying is not necessarily true. Maybe that's how some people deal with it, but if she's dealing with her emotions in a completely healthy and normal way, there's nothing wrong with it. Do you understand? So the idea of like insecurity, I'm just gonna bring this back because I know my examples sometimes get lost for some reason. <laughs> Are you there, Nikki? I'm here. I'm, I'm actually taking in everything that you're saying. Okay. So <laughs> I was like, uh, she's not talking. It's been a while. <laughs> um, either way, when it comes to an insecurity, you don't have to feel a certain way and you don't have to tell yourself a certain way based off of society and what society feels and what society thinks. So you need to remind yourself, we all need to remind ourselves that we are beautiful that we, this is what we were given and how can we improve to make ourselves feel better? If you feel bad about a, a physical feature, what can you do to, if not obviously avoiding surgery at all costs, what yes. could you do to make yourself feel better about this body part? For example, if your lips are really small, maybe try overdrawing the line a little bit and seeing how it so looks. I was actually going to say this. I don't know if you guys would be interested. If you are interested, like literally, feel free to DM us. Feel free to put it anonymously if you don't want to DM us. I am a makeup artist and because I'm a makeup artist, like people expect me to do like really heavy makeup, but I have always, always focused my makeup on makeup is here to enhance your natural beauty. We are all beautiful and we have beautiful features and all makeup is there to do is to pop our beautiful features. I would love to maybe post like an IGTV video of like some ways that you can just enhance your natural features to make yourself just feel better about your day-to-day -day life. So part two of this question is about a glutes workout. Um, she said, I've been working out my butt for over a year now and haven't seen many results. So first of all, I actually did put together a workout video that I was thinking about 
like making a TikTok out of and posting on our Instagram page. So maybe I will end up doing that. But that was just like a general workout. So I work out my glutes every other day. Um, so I haven't, honestly, I think maybe there's been like a little bit of an improvement, but I think these things take a lot of time. I have just purchased um, like mini bands, like booty bands that I can put around my legs to add weight to my legs. I think that helps a lot when you're trying to grow your glutes because that targets the muscle. And I think that you, if you don't have that, I think it's like 20 bucks. I, I, it's a pretty good investment, I would say. And you can get like, if you want, I can also post a link to the ones that I have because I had purchased like really crappy ones and then I like replaced it with these ones that I have now and they're great. Chloe Ting uses them. Um, and I use either like Heather Robertson or Chloe Ting on YouTube and I follow what they do. And I also have like included weights, like 15 pounds each, but that might be a little bit much for some people. I think that if you incorporate booty bands into your workout, you will see a major difference. Also, I think the amount that you're working out helps. Like if you're really, really just want to grow your booty, like if that's what your main focus is on, then focus on it for like here, I do this. I'll do, and you'll see it in the video that we post um, about my workout routine, but I'll do like 40, like 40 minutes, like I'll do like 10 minute cardio, 30 minute glutes, 10 minute abs. And I'll do abs every single day because I want to focus on my abs. So now if you're focusing on your glutes, yes, there can be every other day where you do really intense glutes and then give yourself an off day from glutes, but maybe you can also practice your glutes like 10 minutes extra every day, just 10 minutes, like incorporate it into like your workout every day to help growth. I think that would probably help you a lot. I'm not a fitness instructor or anything like that, but I think that could help. Did I say I think way too much? Yes. You could also reach out to some personal trainers, maybe on Instagram or maybe just calling a certain company or a certain gym and asking them what they recommend. Even if you're not going to be signing on for a personal training session, or maybe even it would be worth it for you to sign on for one or two or a couple um, personal training sessions so that they know your goal and can help you out with that specifically, they also might have some really great tips being that they're certified in the area. And if, again, not a certified fitness instructor, but if you guys are interested, I can definitely post some workouts that I like to do or maybe post a video of my specific glutes workout. I do think that it's working for me. I like where it's going. I have a lot of work to do. These things take time. They take patience. So don't expect it to grow overnight. Like you said, you've been doing it for over a year. But listen, some people it takes three, four years, but you just got to stick with the routine. So yeah. Next question. I'm trying to get inspired to work out. Can you talk about your workout journey? I started working out around three years ago when I decided that I want to be more fit. I want my muscles to be stronger. I'm weak. I'm vulnerable. I got to build strength. So that was my goal. You need to be so, a strong, independent woman who can exactly. lift her own things. The first thing I did was I knew I needed a workout buddy because I hate going places alone. So I got my mom involved and I was like, mom, we're starting to work out. We're going to the gym. And literally that day we drove to the gym and bought a gym membership together and at the beginning we started working out together and it was so fun and I loved it and then once I was comfortable at the gym I was able to start going myself and a couple months of that happened and then I got really really busy and I started going less and less often I was still going probably like once or twice a week but definitely not enough to keep up with my workout like goals um 
So then you came along, Nikki, and you were like, oh my God, you go to this gym. I also go to this gym. Let's go together. So me and Nikki started working out together and it was so wonderful. And then what happened? I got busy probably. Oh no. Nikki changed our time to from afternoons to mornings because she prefers to work out in the morning. And I was just too tired. So I would text Nikki, yeah, 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 I'm coming. And I never showed up. By the way, early in the morning for Nikki was like 6 a.m., 7 a.m. So I stopped going to the gym because I got busy. So I started doing at-home workouts. I would use the gym videos sometimes online. And then I started traveling. So I would get fit naturally just by hiking and doing a lot of walking and activities and holding my backpack on my back. And I just got busy. So this year <laughs> I signed up for another gym membership. Well, actually I just went to go check it out. And then before you know it, I was paying two gym memberships. Yay. And I wasn't going to the gym because well, is it because the time. gym person signing you up was so cute? Because that's what happened to me the first time I no. signed up for the gym. No, it's just because so I'm cute. bad at saying no. It's terrible. He's, so, he's like, and what's your birthday? And I'm like, I'm 21. Here's my birthday. <laughs> so for me, it was like, okay, so I'm going to let you know, and then I'll I'll come sign up. And he was like, um, instead of letting you know, letting me know, how about you just try it out for 10 days for free? And then if you don't, and if you don't like it, just cancel it. Little did I know there's a lot more things than just canceling it. So I fought for that money for a long That's time. How they Don't get trust your you. gyms. That's literally how they get you. They always get me. Literally get you. Either way, that. that was my gym journey. And then Corona started happening. So I moved to Florida. And now that I'm in Florida, at the beginning I was here, my workout routine was so good. Every single morning or during the day, I would do yoga. And then I would go running in the afternoon or do some sort of HIIT workout. Um, That's what swimming. I do. What? Crazy. That's Swimming, what I do. I walking a lot, getting exercise, doing a lot of fun things. But now that I'm injured, I no more, no more workout. I'm done working out forever. No more yoga. I'm joking. No more your workout journey. Till I get better. Hopefully next week and then I'll be able to work out again. Yes. Hopefully next week. <laughs> oh wait, I just want to say one more thing <laughs> before. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I think that the way that working out has changed my life is that it gave me First of all, it was a great release of energy and it's a great way to spend your time. So I had this time now that I'm, I mean, now when I'm working out, that time is so valuable to me because I'm doing something so productive. First of all, it helps me sleep better at night and I have more of like a, oh I God, eat yes. more at proper times because I, mm -hmm. I when I work out, mm, sorry, what are you saying? When I work I'm out, I'm with you. I know, but I I'm can't like, aha, sister in the background. <laughs> no, so like when I work out, I get myself into a better sleeping schedule because I'm tired faster. Like in the evenings, I get tired as well as I eat better because I want more protein and more vegetables in my days so that I have the proper energy for everything. And I just feel that working out has given me so much confidence, so much energy, so much opportunity that I haven't found before. And I just appreciate it. And once you come to appreciate working out like once you get yourself to start and you get motivated to start you're there and it will just go uphill from then so personally I started my workout journey maybe with the not the healthiest mindset honestly I'm just gonna be a hundred percent transparent here because you know me and Esther were trying to be a hundred percent transparent all the time but I don't think I started my workout routine with the healthiest mindset I haven't always had the best I haven't always had the best, I want to say body image, but I don't know how to say that. I haven't always had the best body image, and when it came to working out, it was like, okay, well, 
I want to be able to eat more, so I feel like if I work out, then I'll be allowed to eat, like, I'll allow myself to eat more, and that is not a healthy quality at all, like, not healthy, and I have changed a lot since then, so I started working out a year and a half ago, it was a year in December, so I kind of was like, okay, if I work out, then I'll be able to eat bigger quantities, and I'll feel better about myself, which is not healthy, but as I started working out and I started eating more, my perception of food kind of changed and I kind of realized that food is here to fuel your body and not just food is fuel because honestly, people that are are like on diets and do diet things and are like, food is fuel. You don't, you know, who needs to enjoy food? We just need to eat plain spinach with a chicken breast and like that's your food, like yum. And I still think that my workout journey is like coming into play. I've only been doing it for a year and a half and honestly, like I've definitely had results but not the results that maybe I would want to, like, that I expected to see, because when you start working out, you think, like, oh, I'm gonna get results in, like, a few months, but results take a really long time, like, for me, the only thing that has major results are my arms, and, like, that's the thing that I want the least of, like, I want abs, I want butt, I don't necessarily need my arms to be toned, like, great, it's a great, it's a great addition, but it wasn't what I was focusing on, but these things take a long time, um, I just, once I started doing it, like Esther said, like I would go at like six o'clock in the morning and I used to be a night person. Like I would be up all night, like sleep all morning. But now that I realize that I have to be an adult and there's like a lot of hours in the days that like I have to fill with things. So I started like waking up early to work out and I just realized it gives me so much freaking energy. Like I wake up and I work out and afterwards, most of the time, I feel like I can conquer the world. Like I get a good sweat in and like I'm ready for my day. I eat more because I'm hungry often because I'm working out. Um, And I don't know what else to say about my workout journey. I'm still working on it. I love it. I think that if you are trying to inspire yourself to work out, you have to think of the benefits that working out reaps. That me and Esther are saying, like, the amount of energy that you get from working out and the amount of, like... When you want to work out, you got to keep your motivation in check. So you got to either get someone to motivate you, like a friend or a partner or a buddy, to motivate you, or you got to keep yourself and keep your eye on the prize and have that prize be your motivation. Feeling good, looking good, and being your best self and productive self. And if you keep that in mind, and everybody's going to have individual goals, if you keep your goals in mind, it's a lot easier to work on the process. I think that's what you were trying to say. I think working out has really improved the way I look at my body. Not even just like look at it in like a physical sense, like looking at it in like an emotional sense. Like I started working out for the wrong reasons, I think. But as I started working out, it actually improved my body. Like, it improved the way I feel about myself so much. Even though I'm, like, I haven't even had the craziest of change. But it just improved the way I look at all these things. It improved the way I look at food. It improved the way that I, I like, cherish my body now. I see the things that my body is capable of that I would have never witnessed before if I didn't start working out. I see the things I can freaking carry because I started working out. You know, like, our bodies are capable of doing incredible things. I'm not going to call you a liar or anything, but I'm pretty sure the first reason you started working out was so that after you give birth, your body will bounce back. What? Stop you're not supposed to tell people that. Okay. Real facts here. The real, honestly, I'm honestly going to just, just tell you guys, like, for real, for real how it is. The real, real reason I started working out, if you want to work out while you're pregnant, you have to work out before you ever got pregnant. So I figured if I started working out now, then I could work out while I'm pregnant, which means my body will bounce back faster after I have a baby. And that's the real reason. 
if I'm going to be 100% transparent here. I'm a psychopath. I literally started at 20 years old working out because of that. I think that's also a good point to lead into our next question because basically I have adopted, since I started working out, I've adopted this concept of intuitive eating, which is basically like eating what your body wants to eat. So instead of looking at these traditional standard diets and like what you should be eating per day, like, oh, you're supposed to have a meal here, then a snack here, and you have this amount of carbs, that amount of carbs, this amount of net protein, this amount of calories. No, I, in high school, I was a crazy calorie counter. Like actually I can't even like look back at the, the way I used to count calories. Honestly, as I started working out, is when I stopped calorie counting and I started intuitive eating. And I think this leads into our next question because somebody asked us if we have some tips on losing weight. And I think that when it comes to losing weight, if you sit there and you count every single calorie and you do your net carb and you do your net macros or whatever the heck it is for the day, I know that that's what a lot of nutritionists will tell you to do in order to lose weight. I just think that it's very damaging on our minds. And I actually have this book. It's called The Effort Diet. I'm going to post a picture of it. This book just talks about a lot about like what eating should be and how eating should be easy for us and we shouldn't be putting all this pressure on ourselves. And it goes into this um, experiment called the Minnesota Starvation Experiment. And basically during World War II, they did a starvation experiment. So what they did was first, for the first three months of the experiment, they fed the men 3,200 calories, which is normal because that's what men should be eating per day. Then... The last three months of the experiment, they cut the amount of calories to 1,600 calories per day. So they they cut it in half, I think. I don't know. I'm not a mathematician. I'm literally going to make merch that says I'm not a mathematician because I think I say it in every single freaking episode. Basically, they cut they cut the calories to 1,600 calories a day. And the effects on the men, I don't, I'm not going to go into the entire experiment right now, but these men started to go crazy. And there's a lot of things that, you, that happened to them. And now what's so crazy about this is... Nowadays, they tell men that men should be eating 2,500 calories a day max, and they tell women to eat 1,200 to 1,500 calories a day. They were feeding these men 1,600 calories a day, and they started to go, like, mental. Like, they started to go insane because of the lack of food in their diet. Well, meanwhile, society is telling us now that the normal amount of calories that a woman should eat is 1,200 to 1,500 calories. I mean, that's insane. It's really insane. So, you know, I think, like, with going into a diet... A lot of people think I need to stick to that list of 1,200 calories. I need to stick to that 1,500 calories. I need to stick to that macros, to that, all of that jazz. I think that a healthy way of living is to live via intuitive eating, which is basically you give your body what your body wants. If you're going to eat cake every single day, eventually your body's going to crave greens because your body needs greens. So if you give your body and then you'll give those, your body, those greens and you feel so good with intuitive eating, you don't have a time where you eat. You don't have a a thing that you eat. You just give your body what your body craves and what your body needs. So sometimes you need a snack. I, I, I'll sit there and be like, should I eat a snack? Should I not eat a snack? My body wants a snack. I'm going to give myself a little bit of a snack. I mean, we only have one life to live. And if we're going to sit here all day counting every single little piece of food that we eat, we're never going to enjoy our lives. And I think that if you want to lose weight in a healthy mindset, you need to know about food and you need to know what your body needs in order to get you to your goals. So I think that there's a lot of enjoyment that can be taken from food. I think that if you eat intuitively, you end up nourishing your body how your body wants and needs to be nourished. People lose weight from doing the ice cream diet. I don't know, you heard about it, but if you only eat ice cream, you will lose weight. No, I'm joking. <laughs> My idea is that agreeing 100% with everything that Nikki said, you need to have a healthy food and 
mind and body relationship. You have to have a healthy relationship between food and yourself. Food is something that we turn to in forms of comfort, in forms of um, when we're stressed, when something is going on in our life, a lot of times we've turned to food. Now, first of all, this is something that could be pre-programmed into us as a kid. A lot of times you'll notice when a kid falls and hurt themselves, you know, their parents will give them a cookie or an ices. And those things actually train your habits from when you're younger that when you're sad or when you need comfort or when you're bored, right, and your parents just give you a cookie, when you're bored, you turn to food. So we have to train ourselves now that we're the adults in the situation. We have to train ourselves to say, I'm hungry, I'm gonna eat, I'm bored, I'm gonna find something to do. As opposed to, I'm bored, I'm gonna eat, I'm stressed, I'm gonna eat, I'm annoyed, I'm gonna eat, I'm mad, I'm gonna eat, I'm hurt, I'm gonna eat. Understand? A thousand percent, and that's what intuitive eating is about. It's about knowing exactly. the difference between, I'm hungry because my body is hungry, or I'm bored, let me eat a cookie. So it's about knowing yourself, and knowing your body, and knowing when is the right time and the wrong time to eat. As well as, if you are trying to lose weight, you have control over what goes into your body. So not everybody has the same metabolism and it's not necessarily gonna work for you the same way it's gonna work for someone else. For some people, Whole30 is the best thing that ever happened to them. For some people, Weight Watchers is the best. For some people, all it is is working out. Personally for me, when I work out, I don't have to worry about anything that I eat. But if I did, how much more results would I be seeing? When it comes to food, if we train ourselves and teach ourselves to have a healthy relationship with it, we'll never turn to it in a, not never, well, we'll train ourselves to not turn to it in a time of desperation and need. And that is generally where the relationships are all holding. You know, when you make a good meal and you're just sitting there and you're looking at it and you're so excited and you're so happy in that moment that you have this delicious meal in front of you, it's the most exciting thing ever, you know? If food didn't look good, if food didn't taste good, we would eat it just for survival. I'm not saying to eat it just for survival. You definitely need to enjoy your quality of life and you definitely need to enjoy it. But you need to also understand that what you put into your body is gonna be what's in your body. And if it's not good for you, it's not gonna be good for you digested either. If you don't have a good healthy relationship with food, this is the perfect time to go and start finding out about it. Do some research and train yourself and talk to yourself and love yourself. I seriously highly recommend this book, The Effort Diet by Caroline Dooner. I'm gonna put it in our story. I'm gonna put a picture of it. It's actually an incredible book about eating. And I think the reason that we're focusing on eating so much is because when someone's trying to lose weight, the first thing they resort to is, okay, I need to eat less. I need to eat less if I want to lose weight. But that's not true. That's just not true. And I think this book definitely dives into that. Throw out the scale because weight is just a number. I personally have gained 10 pounds since I started working out. Like I said, I've always had struggles with food and body image. So I used to weigh myself constantly and be, why am I gaining weight? If I'm working out and I'm eating right, why am I gaining weight? Because I was gaining muscle weight. Weight literally means nothing. It has to do with your height. It has to do with your build. It has to do with so much that we don't understand. So if you're actually looking at the number weight, throw it in the garbage. Throw that idea out of your head because that's not what's important. And I think that once you realize that weight is just a number and you start focusing on a healthy way of eating and a, maybe incorporating exercise, I think that that's just, I think that's the best I, tips that I can give you on losing weight. The goal of dieting should be that you wanna be healthy and feel good about yourself. It shouldn't be about losing numbers and losing inches and losing weight. Now we understand that everybody wants to be at their best and look their best and feel their best. And all of that comes 
when you have, when you are healthy as a person inside and when you feel good about yourself, right? It's about the confidence that we mentioned at the beginning of the episode. When you feel good about yourself, no matter how you look, you'll have more confidence. So I want to say that it's an extremely emotional journey for everyone. Everybody looks different and everybody shows their weight in different ways. Some people show their weight in their thighs. Some people show it in their stomach. Some people show it in their back. Some people show it in their arms. Everybody is different. And no matter what shape and size you are, everybody is beautiful in their own way and everybody goes on this journey even even the someone that you're looking at on Instagram and you're like oh my god whoa they're so thin they're so perfect they have it all given to them do you know how hard it probably was for them to get that photo before they posted it think about yourself you would never post the first picture you know think about how many photos I took I I should I should literally post a video of how many pictures I took of that bikini picture. Like, you should see my camera roll right now. Like, honestly. Oh my God, literally send, literally post a video of you scrolling through. Another thing is that society in general is programming us as a nation and as a world. We are programmed to say, you're not good enough unless you have this. For example, you see these ads everywhere, right? Ads for anything, for deodorant, for hair products, for makeup products. It's always saying that you're in this place and you're not good enough because you need our product to help you and make you better. You need our product to make your hair more silky. You need our product to make your hair more full. You need our product to make yourself smell better because you smell bad, right? So that is the idea of like advertising and the way that the world almost pins on us as the people that are buying the products. That's what they do to get us to buy them because you're not good enough unless you have this. Fine, I want to be good. I have to buy this. But you have to, I mean, besides for the fact that that is the most corrupt thing I've ever heard in my entire life, um, we need to always be reassuring ourselves and always reminding ourselves that A, we're just like everyone else. Everybody goes through struggles. Everybody goes through insecurities. Everybody feels different things about themselves. Who you are, this makes you you. It's all going to be a part of your journey. Whether you decide to change it, whether you decide to keep it, whether you decide to embrace it, anything that you're doing with your insecurity whether you decide to focus on it or not, that's up to you and your journey. And I want to wish everyone luck. Yes. It's hard. It's emotional. It's intense. But it is so worth it when you get to a place where you're happy and healthy. And no joke, if you guys are ever feeling down about yourself and like want to know like, oh, should I post this picture? Do I look bad? You could literally always DM it to us. We will hype you up. Let me tell you, me and Esther will be your biggest fans. We literally hype each other up all day and we're here to hype you up as well. Like we are going to, you're going to send us a photo. We're going to be like, you post that thing. Oh my you God, write that caption that you want. You look hot. <laughs> you are fire. Either way, no, but for real, (laughs) me and Nikki call each other all day and I'm like, oh my God, I just did this, this, and this. Oh, she's like, wow, yum. Okay, love you, bye. And then it'll be reversed. Like, oh wow, you're doing that? You're so cool. You're so talented. I love you. I love you more. Bye. Esther called me today and she's like, yeah, I'm walking. I'm standing and I'm folding things in my closet. I'm like, no way. You're amazing. I'm so proud of you. You're an incredible person. (laughs) She really, she really, and you know what? And I felt so good after I hung up the phone and I was like, yeah, I'm a good person. I'm doing laundry. (laughs) So we're always here to hype you guys up if you need, really. We're your hype girls. Yeah. So, um. With that, we have some advice. Yeah, I think the advice is based off last week's episode, right? Yes, yeah, so the advice is based off of last week's episode. 
the advice is, I think that being religious is a very personal relationship with God and no one should have a say in how you connect to God. My dad keeps Shabbat a little more than my mom. So she sometimes watches TV or goes to a Broadway show with her friends on a Friday night because just because she married my dad doesn't mean that now all of a sudden she has to conform to the exact ways that he practices Judaism. Me and my siblings are all religious in different ways, in whichever way we feel closer to God. And my parents are so supportive and non-judgmental. So I'm very lucky. In the end, we all connect differently and we don't need to do the same things as our parents or our husbands or wives or friends or kids. My advice is that religion is the most personal thing in our lives. So follow it whichever way makes you feel connected. I just want to say that is really wise, brilliant words. And I really yeah, appreciate that. that. It's all about the journey that you have with God. And it's incredible the way she put it, that everybody's on their own journey and yes. we need to not judge anybody else just because they're on a different level than us. And we need to be supportive. Yes. I, I really, I love this advice. I, thank yeah. you so much. I like that advice a lot. So if you guys have advice for us, please make sure that you either DM it to us, email it to us at darktwistypod or you can send it in in our anonymous submission form, which is down below. D-A-R-K to the, no more spelling? What is this? Yeah, of course spelling. <laughs> how, the, how the heckers are they going to spell it? D-A-R-K-T-W-I-S-T-Y-P-O-D at gmail.com or on Instagram. So we decided that we want to close off our episodes with Esther's improvement in her ukulele skills. Esther, take it away. That was not so progress. Um, we love you guys. I'll record so a thing much. of me doing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star in the finger picking. Oh, she's still talking. So <laughs> I'm saying goodbye and she's still talking. No, I'm talking to you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. Love you guys so much. Thank you for being you. And love I'll yourself. Talk to you guys you in my are next beautiful. Video. You are kind. Jokes. You are awesome. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.